0: Everyone has opinions. Most of them are trash. Join us each week as we get to the bottom of the heap, sifting through topics ranging from pop culture to pop tarts. In the end, only one trash talker will reign refuse supreme. Disagree? Too bad. Welcome to Your Opinion is Trash.
1: Hey. hey
0: Hi. how's it going it's going yeah
1: yeah
2: that's good claire how you doing
0: yeah it's yeah <laughs> it's going pretty good didn't rain today
2: oh that's nice for you it's been raining here for months i just thought
0: I'd, <laughs> thought I'd give a little weather report that's good yeah. that's good I, I don't
1: know. <laughs> it's just kind of sad here like it's like it, it threatened to rain by me most of the day. I don't think sure. it actually did. But, That's nice. Yeah. It rained here. Yeah.
2: Oh. And now it's muggy. Yeah, I did, did that here,
0: too. It feels <laughs> like a swamp now. Now it's, it's a New full swamp. It's always a little sad.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Thomas, how are you? I'm good. That's good. Hey, everybody. Yeah. We have a guest this week.
3: Special guest.
2: It's our friend. His name is Alex.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Was that an air horn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, but like a it's
0: m- the only impression I do. <laughs>
1: It was like a Muppet airborne, yeah. but I
0: that's liked right. it. That's right. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's true. I do lots of bad impressions. <laughs> I can do Rolf.
3: Does it sound like the airborne?
0: <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Oh,
1: good. This we're in a good, we're at a good so, place.
2: So, yeah. So, our friend Alex is here. Not our other friend Alex. Yes. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> This is a different Alex. We
1: know a lot of Alex's is this. We do.
2: Like maybe too many of them. True. I yep. feel like we should probably get rid of one of them.
1: Yes, I'm fine. I'll am go.
2: No, Abe's moved away. He, he, That's true. He, yes. he lost the battle.
1: <laughs> yes, he's been voted off.
2: Yeah, he's been voted off the island. Um, so yeah. Uh welcome to this week's uh episode of Your Opinion is Trash. And Did you guys have a fun theme song. Um Kyrie made us like music. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing?
3: Your opinion is trash. Are you making
2: noise? Oh no, there's just a baby screaming outside? We thought it was AJ. <laughs> <laughs> Literally sounds like a baby on AJ's phone.
1: I thought you were watching like a baby video. Yeah, me
2: too. And then I was like, why are you looking at babies? Anyway. That's a legit baby. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, this is going horribly. Just um, yeah, just
1: so our our, uh, our listening audience knows, AJ is just adjacent to the pod. Tonight. Yeah,
2: he's not doing the pod today because he doesn't believe in like fun or like <laughs> anything that's cool.
0: So he's to really paint, paint a picture. Face. He's like lounging in a lazy boy, just looking angry. Yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly what yep.
2: he's doing.
0: Um,
1: close, because- <laughs> but not too close. Far, but not
3: far enough. <laughs> The <laughs> generation at
2: <of> the 18. <laughs> now he's talking about the X Men. But I didn't know the other letters. I see he's uh, yelling. Let the, let,
3: let the record show that the X Men existed before the 18.
2: Thank you. Yeah. So. We're <laughs> talking
3: about the X's party.
2: Oh, <laughs> so, this week's episode. Hush, hush. Oh,
1: Thank man. you, AJ, for joining us to go off the rails.
2: Um, <laughs> So this week's episode is all about what is the best X-Man. X-Person? Or X-Person, because it's not true that we all pick men.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I know, I was going to do a sassy, like, or woman, and then I was like, nah. Yeah, no, nobody
2: picked a lady. I mean, I almost picked Storm, but I didn't. Sure, sure. (laughs) But, so yeah, so I have a lot of information for those of you who are interested in hearing information about X Men, we're also also just like to let everybody know, Alex knows like everything there is to know about X Men, so he um, <laughs> may interject some shit into here. Yeah, um,
1: I'm hoping. But so we're trying
2: not to go too late because he has some home renovations he needs to get back to. Hmm. So we're going to try and keep this at a clip. Yes. <laughs> But again,
0: feel free to jump in whenever you want.
1: Two and a half, three hours tops. tops. Okay, hours tops. cool. <laughs> All
2: right, so we're going to go
0: very I fast. have very little knowledge, but I was really into like X Men erotica fan fiction sure. when I was in high school. So really? I think we need that to be <laughs> great.
3: That's oh, fucking that. interesting. I'm thrilled. <laughs> I, wait, can we just hear? I'm I, I'm throwing away my notes. I just want to talk That's a bonus episode.
2: <laughs> That'll be the bonus episode. Quite literally a
3: bonus Aaron. episode. After <laughs> Dark. Okay.
2: Yeah. All right. Cool. So the internet was young. Yeah. It was a different time. <laughs> so the X-Men. They are a team of fictional mutant superheroes appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. Mm. Great. And, AJ, if I hear one thing <laughs> out of you about any of this for the rest of the thing, Why I'm going to be. Why did you back. stress
3: Marvel? Was anyone confused? AJ? Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Created> <laughs> by, <I tried. laughs> they were created by artistic co writer Jack Kirby and writer Stan Lee. The characters first appeared in the X Men number one, September 1963, Oof. and formed one of the most recognizable and successful franchises of Marvel comics, appearing in numerous books, television shows, films, and video games. Most of the X Men are mutants. A subspecies of human who are born with superhuman abilities, activated by the X gene. The X-Men fight for peace and equality between normal humans and mutants in a world where anti-mutant bigotry is fierce and widespread. They are led by Charles Xavier, also known as Professor X, a powerful mutant telepath who can control and read minds. Uh, their archenemy is Magneto, a powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it's it's not. Tr- I don't think that's their arch enemy, but whatever. Um, it's a powerful mutant with the ability to manipulate and control magnetic fields, uh, who leads the brotherhood of mutants. Uh, Professor X is the founder of the Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters uh, at a location commonly called the X-Mansion, which recruits mutants from around the world to teach them how to use their powers and coexist with humanity. The founding five members of the X-Men, who appear in the X-Men number one, are Archangel, Beast, Cyclops, Iceman, and Jean Grey, although she appeared as a Marvel girl. Oh. Uh in 1963, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> in 1963
1: with the success of Spider-Man,
2: the Hulk, <laughs> <laughs> Phil spider <laughs> the Hulk, Thor, Iron Man and the Fantastic Four, co-creator Stanley wanted to create another group of sub-heroes but did not want to have to explain where their powers came from. Sure, sure. So really? in 2004, oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. In 2004, Stan recalled, I couldn't have everybody bitten by a radioactive spider or exposed to gamma rays, and I took the cowardly way out. I said to myself, why don't you just say they're mutants? And that's, they
0: were born that way. So, that's I, incredible. I Let's celebrate laziness more.
2: Yes,
1: <laughs> normalize laziness.
0: Yes, Just taking the easy yes. way out is how we should live the rest it's of this incredible. year. It's incredible. Um, in
2: a 1987 interview, Kirby said... The X-Men, I did the natural thing there. What would you do with mutants who were just plain boys and girls and certainly not dangerous? You school them. You develop their skills. So I gave them a teacher, Professor X. Of course, it was the natural thing to do. Instead of disorienting or alienating people who were different from us, I made the X-Men part of the human race, which they were. Possibly radiation, if it's beneficial, may create mutants that'll save us from doing us harm. <laughs> I felt that if we train the mutants our way, they'll help us, and not only help us, but achieve a measure of growth in their own sense, and so we could all live together. This is really a message of how we should all be fucking living our lives sure. at this point in the world. Yeah, maybe maybe we could all learn something from the
0: X Men.
1: <laughs> I learned most I things. I know I can. <laughs> yeah. him, so. I,
0: I learned do. a lot from that fan fiction erotic <laughs> I think mean, we're all going to learn a lot. Go on, maybe too fiction. much. Maybe
1: <laughs> too much. Prove so,
0: it. We, <laughs>
2: Stan devised the series title after Marvel publisher Martin Goodman turned down the initial name, The Mutants, stating that readers would not know what a mutant was. (laughs) Whatever. Um, Within the Marvel Universe, the X-Men are widely regarded to have been named after Professor Xavier himself, although the original explanation for the name, as provided by Xavier in X-Men number one, is that the mutants possess an extra power, Mm. one which ordinary humans do not. That is why I call my students X-Men. For extra ah, power. That's very <laughs> interesting. Yes, it is. <laughs> the X-Men have also always been known to reflect social issues of the time, racism, anti-Semitism, diversity, LGBTQIA plus themes, communism, socialism, religion. Cause you can go through a laundry list of all those things and see exactly how the comic books like deal deal with all of those issues. Not to mention like how incredibly diverse the X-Men universe is. Mm-hmm. Because there are people and mutants. Of every race, every gender, every sexual preference, all sorts of things. Every religion. Um let's see. Okay, yeah, is that all I got? Okay, I think that's all I have right now. That was great. So that was it. I went really fast.
1: That's
2: great. Great. So that's our information on X. That's solid. That's yeah. what I've got. I learned something. We could go on for literally. Any days. any
3: notes? Uh, <laughs> Anything you wanna add that's super well. important? It, not super important, but something that's kind of cool is that um, Professor X and Magneto are based on um, Martin Luther King Jr. and, and Malcolm, Malcolm X. X. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and oh. they were originally go- because the X Men are basically an allegory for, like, I mean, you said this, but like race issues. And yeah. supposedly Stanley was originally going to make them, Professor X and, and Magneto, black to, mm. to mirror. Those two people. Um, Those yeah. two people. And then, of course, they were like, no, you can't have the people. You mutant
2: can't have it. black people. Mm-hmm. In the it's the sixties, right Yeah,
3: exactly. Of course. But, but the way he got around that was by making mutant issues almost the exact same as African-American issues. And right. they kind of, like, snuck it in.
2: Yeah, they're, um, it's really quite progressive. That is a yeah. very
3: it's
0: interesting fact.
1: Fascinating.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: no, no, truly. It's I mean, it's like.
0: Fucking like, awesome.
1: Because, like, you, when you see, like, because I know there's been, like, memes and things of that, that, like, now, like, people just realizing that. And when you see it. You know, for the first time, you're kind of like, oh, oh, (laughs) because you you have this whole childhood of like memories, things that you've experienced in the comics, the cartoons
3: and the movies. And you're like,
1: well, that's
3: interesting. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Marvel's always taken a very left leaning stance. They've always been very progressive compared to most entertainment companies.
2: I agree wholeheartedly. Um, Yeah. Okay, great. So that's that. Let's jump in. I mean, Claire, you're talking about erotic fan fiction, so I think you have to go first.
1: I'm most excited about this.
0: Because now we're most excited most of, about of this. I, I, well, I, I I want to give you a caveat because most of the erotic fan fiction I read is actually not about the person that I picked. Well, that's okay. Um, that's okay. I'm a different person than I was in high school. You know, like I'm different. You've grown. Not me though. I, I don't I'm know if same. I've grown. I, I it was a lateral move at best. <laughs> um but okay i i I would be happy to go first so so what do i look for in an ex-person right i look for a unique look i like a rich backstory i like some existential moral tension you know playing on themes larger than you and me
3: yeah
0: i like a Bavarian! BAMF! We're doing Nightcrawler, baby! <laughs>
3: <laughs> ah, the Catholic X-Men.
1: You yeah. snuck that in. Yes. <laughs> you snuck that in. I thought there were more exactly. things you look for.
2: Nope. Just that. <laughs> Just that. It's a short list. <laughs> nope. My list Do is that. even shorter, so wait till my. Half. <laughs> I have
1: a list
0: too. Uh, I mean, I I love Nightcrawler so, so much. He's, he's so he's so bizarre. He's okay. But also so like. So sweet and always just such a like wonderful um, emotional energy. Again, I'm different than I was in high school. <laughs> Who was your favorite in high school? Um, Okay.
3: Gambit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, yep. Or because of all of the erotic fan fiction.
3: That checks out. Yep. Which
0: was all about the sexual tension of not being able to touch Rogue. Yeah, Ooh, it was good.
2: good. Yeah.
0: Um. But anyway, anyway, we're not talking about, about that, that yes. yet. We digress. Um, I'm sure we'll get around to Gambit. Um, but, you know, uh, all your picks are cool, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, Kurt Wagner is the best X-Man. I think the best mutant. And here are some reasons why. One, he perfectly represents the terrifying physical representation of mutants to the general public, but but also he is the most human of all of the mutants. He's always like so thoughtful and connected and he listens to everybody and he, he just feels all the feelings and I'm like into it. Two, he is a pirate, he is a priest, he is a party boy. <laughs> He likes to eat Eat? he likes to pray pray. he likes to swashbuckle (laughs) he's a good man
1: he's the man he's the man
0: yeah this is good three he's the x-man his powers are amazing yeah he's got great powers here is the list of his abilities as listed by the great wikipedia he can teleport through another dimension uh we learn at some point that he's like going into a different dimension, and that has to do with Doctor Strange, and I don't really get that part, but he can like bam and then he like shows up somewhere else. But I sure fun. hope it
2: happens at some point in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
0: <laughs> I mean it's gotta, right? I, um it but it's is, all
2: that's uh, leading up to this, so yeah. <laughs> it's
0: all, it's leading, all up leading up to the, to Nightcrawler, the Nightcrawler film. To Nightcrawler. Um, <laughs> um He's got uh, agility and night vision. He can stick to walls. He climbs walls like Spider Man. He's got a beautiful coat of velvety blue fur. It was described as velvety more than once in my research, which is great for camouflage. It goes with everything. Mm-hmm. But in addition to that, he has superb non mutant abilities as well. He's a great acrobat. From his time in the circus, he is a fencer fencer and Errol Flynn enthusiast, and he's Catholic. (laughs) Yep. All All that. And that's about it that I have for reasons why he's the best. I have more info about him. Uh, His origin, his mom was Mystique, also known as Raven Darkholm. His pops was... I don't know how to say this, but I'm going with a Zazzle?
3: <laughs> That's really close.
0: Because so, feels right. It feels right.
3: Yeah, that works. works.
0: I looked at pictures of a Zazzle, and he looks like an Azazzle.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: you... Like a what? You froze. Say it again.
0: Oh, I just said he looks like an Azazzle. <laughs> but now the delivery is a little bit lost. <laughs> it's fine,
3: it's fine. I, I always thought it was a, um, a Zazzle. Not that any of this matters, but he is in azazel azazel is in x-men first class and i don't remember how he they say it but azazel. azazel oh that's
0: right yeah he's the I red think,
2: definitely
3: yeah. looking dude yeah, he's, just looks like Satan. yes yeah.
0: he's a demonic warlord who is yes a bad guy but he is a smoke show like if you took if you took Nightcrawler and then made him like, like, like red, red and like a man that's azazel yeah yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> that's Truly.
2: yeah that's true yeah that's true
0: um and get this—he was raised by a sorceress named Margali Zardos in a Bavarian circus after she found him in the Black Forest. And that sentence makes me want cake. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, All good. You no. Know, well, yep. You no, know, I—I was never a, a comic book fan, really, of the X-Men. I, I haven't read any of the X-Men comic books, I don't think. Maybe, like, moments of them. But I was big into the cartoon. Sure. And I think this is why Nightcrawler wasn't necessarily at the top of my list when I was younger, because he's barely in the animated series. So there are basically, like, two episodes that are really pivotal for Nightcrawler on the animated series. There's one, shockingly called Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. <laughs> Um, and, and it has the best, like, beginning because it is Rogue Gambit and Third Wheel Wolverine on a ski vacay. And there is so much adorable footage of Gambit, like, not being able to ski, but being, like, a stubborn ass about it because he's so hot. Like, I mean, you know.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. And And then then they they start, start, like, hunting a demon in the town, and that turns out to be Nightcrawler, and he's, of course, not a demon. And, and, you know, you would think the X-Men would not judge a book book by its cover, cover, but alas. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And the other one is Bloodlines, when we find find out that Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler, uh, uh, his mother mother is Mystique, and and his sister is Rogue. And and that that episode is great because because he and Jubilee have this, like, beautiful Beautiful conversation conversation about about what it's like growing up an orphan orphan, and he keeps keeps calling her fraulein and it's so cute cute. yeah that's nice i
2: like that
0: um and And, then i I also also watched watched x-men evolution Evolution, that that other cartoon that was around where they were were all in high school like they they were younger younger. yeah um That I don't remember remember so so well, except except that he ends ends up up with Amanda, who's who who he ends up with in the comic books books I read today. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And And she was, like, his adopted 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 sister, so so that's that's a sketchy situation, but it's probably Probably. fine. Probably. Um, And And all I remember is that he, like, eats eats a ton, and he's got a very very cute cute, little, like, 90s haircut. That's kind of all I remember about that. Great, I love it. <laughs> uh, then, of course, he, he was played, played by none other than Alan Cumming in X Two X Men United.
2: Yeah,
0: who was amazing.
2: Yeah. But of course,
0: famously hated it. He didn't get along with that dick weasel Brian Singer, and he had an allergic reaction to the makeup, so that's why he never came back. Um sure. Yeah. To be in any of the other ones. But the opening scene of that but movie is so that good. That movie opens <laughs> with. It, it's Nightcrawler who's like being mind-controlled and he's like breaking into the White House, which I do not condone, but <laughs> it's like such Gosh. a cool sequence of him like bamfing around, just like bamfing so hard. Yeah. And it's like excellent fight choreography. And it there's that, that moment where the camera, camera like zooms through the, the peephole yep. out of, of the Oval, Oval office. office. Yep. And, and it's, it's so fucking, fucking cool. cool. Um, And then also... Last thing I'll say, there's that wonderful scene with Nightcrawler and Mystique where um, he's like, excuse me, they say you can imitate, I don't do German, Um, anybody, (laughs) even their voice. (laughs) (laughs) And then Mystique goes, even their voice as Nightcrawler, obviously. And then Nightcrawler goes, then why not stay in disguise all the time? You know, got French. (laughs) You know, look like everyone else. And then Mystique goes, Because we shouldn't have to. It's so
2: good. And that's when Mystique was still Rebecca Romaine.
3: True, true.
2: And infinitely better than stupid Jennifer Mm. (laughs)
1: Warren. Anyway. I I mean, for for, for my money, that, that opening scene in X2 was like.
2: That like was so awesome.
1: Yeah, that's a good moment. Like maybe the best moment so in the good. in the damn franchise. That's was, that's good stuff. I
2: remember watching it in the movie theater, being like, "This is the best thing I've ever seen ever."
1: Because like, <laughs> what a way to open a movie, right?
0: Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah, what a thrill. Yeah, it's a shame that Brian Singer is a horrible, horrible human being. Well, you know, you know. it's a shame. I don't you know, get one it. them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, all right.
2: Anything else you need to add, Claire? No, I'm good. (laughs) Okay, great. I'll go next. Oh, My list of reasons that I pick up, uh, X-Man, basically all boils down to the fact is, is he really hot, Mm -hmm. and can he throw cards? And if those are the two (laughs) things he can do, you're
0: the X-Man for me. (laughs) For so. a second, I thought it was a zazzle, and then you got me with the cards. Who could be?
2: So obviously, I picked Remy Essien Lebeau. Oh, of course, who was born in New Orleans, Louisiana? Sure was, um, yeah. yeah. So, mazelay, bon So, yeah, I picked Gambit because when I was a child and watched all the X Men cartoons. He was a babe. Yeah, big time. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, just very into the fact that he could throw cards <laughs> for whatever reason. I don't know why that was so cool when we were
0: little. <laughs> but it's it's really, very cool. But it really was. Um, it was also very it's funny. It's very like, full of like, sexy energy oh too. Right? Well, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, all Veronica. he's
2: full yeah, of. Yeah, that's... Literally, he's... Full of sexy like kinetic energy.
1: Kinetic energy, but also it's sexy.
3: Yeah. Energy. That, that's his that's yes. 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 power. It's yeah. sexy yeah. energy. Yeah.
0: So and he, was and like, he can't touch you. his girlfriend. Yeah. Like what a gra- I mean, He's Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean, it, it writes itself, y'all. So. Sure. <laughs> um, so yeah. Also, I was like obviously very into the fact that he was from New Orleans and like Cajun and with a terrible Cajun accent. So all of that's very fun. But when I was like in grammar school like a little bitty kid like in like second third fourth grade my my best friend Amy and her brother Justin and my brother Mike we would play X-Men sure. like behind the levee mm-hmm. on the third floor of the house in like the play area and yeah. Justin was all and Justin was the older brother so he was always like he's so cute and old cuz he's like 2 years old <laughs> <laughs> But he he was all, he would always be gambit and sure. he got so good at fucking throwing cards. <laughs> I was like, what's happening, y'all? It was so fun. That's commitment.
0: Um, yeah, it was. Ama-
2: I mean, he was real good at it by the time we were old enough to realize. We should maybe stop playing X-Men, because, like, you know, we're old now.
1: Like 35 years old. (laughs) It
0: was yesterday.
2: (laughs) If they hadn't have moved to Florida, though, we would have played for a lot longer.
0: (laughs) Hey, who wants to be up up for an X-Men Zoom, where we just play X-Men? It was so fun. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. So, I guess I'll give a slight backstory
2: on Gambit. Like, But if you don't know who Gambit is.
1: What's get wrong? fucked finally leave
2: finally leave so yeah he was born in New Orleans he was kidnapped from the hospital where he was born he was raised by the LeBeau clan of the, in the thieves guild uh, he was given as a tribute to like the other people I can't remember the name right now
1: happens all the
3: time <laughs> all the time <laughs> typical um, New Orleans
2: yep. all the time there is a <laughs> Gambit has a extremely troubled life growing up as a child we're not gonna get into it he was in like Fagin's gang, which I know sounds like Oliver, but it's also an
0: (laughs) Um, X-Fan. Katie up for one second. (laughs) Um,
2: So he has a very troubled childhood and young adulthood. uh, But most importantly, Gambit is a mutant with the ability to convert potential energy stored in inanimate objects into pure, light, sexy kinetic energy, (laughs) thus charging that item with sexy, highly explosive results. (laughs) Gamut's ability to no tap <laughs>
1: yep, charges something.
2: Gamut's ability to tap into kinetic energy also grants him incredible superhuman physical attributes, like sexy uh, strength, <laughs> speed, reflexes, reactions, agility, flexibility, dexterity, coordination, balance, and endurance. I mean, all of those words, y'all. You need mm. all of them mm-hmm. to be hot. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. as his body constantly generates biokinetic energy and is so perfectly constructed. For constant motion, this gives him an added edge that he uses to his advantage. <laughs> Good God, I'm sweating. <laughs> by developing unique acrobatic <laughs> fighting skills, he's also got that weird fucking bow staff that he fights sure. with and like can walk up walls and shit with. Sure do. Um, oh yeah,
0: the Friar Tuck thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: the Friar Tuck
0: exactly. thing. <laughs> a, what? A yeah, sting? you know Friar Tuck always has that thing.
3: A bow staff,
0: like a Friar Tuck thing. Which Friar <laughs> Tuck? Yeah, right. <laughs> Wait, wait. What? Wait. Friar <laughs> Tuck not having <laughs> thing?
3: I don't like, like, like Donatello from the Ninja Turtles bow staff. That's what Gambit has.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Friar Tuck has. Sure <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'll defer you
0: on the Friar Tuck. Situation.
3: I believe you. I can neither confirm nor deny. I'm a little <laughs> surprised, but
2: the charged potential energy always in his body grants him the ability to build up charges of static electricity and shield his mind. From detection and intrusion by even the strongest and most powerful telepaths, such as Emma Frost, Jean Grey, Professor X, they can't get in there. The shield, yeah, all babes. Yeah. <laughs> all, all babes. <laughs> the shield has added effect of destabilizing touch-based abilities. Also, so that's exciting. But the most exciting power he has, which is actually documented in everything that has ever been written about Gambit, is that he also possesses. An unusually strong and irresistible hypnotic charm. The man <laughs> charms you to death, is what he does. Charm me to death. It allows him a subtle influence over sentient be- beings, le- leading them to believe what he says and agree with his suggestions. He is a danger to society. <laughs> like, a, like a
0: vampire.
2: Like a vampire. Uh, his charm is so strong that he was even like... Given the chance to, I believe, try and he was like put in front of the Shadow King, and he was able to like seduce the Shadow King, basically. So that's a big deal.
0: The, the, Char- the Shadow <laughs> King did not know what it is. <laughs>
3: no.
2: um, the, unfortunately, the charm does not work on people who know he have the charm. So, oh, like, oh so right. like, none
3: of the so, X-Men. Yeah.
2: So it doesn't really work on any of the X-Men. But <laughs> Yeah, so there's a. That's probably for the best. Probably. So, but but Gambit, as Claire has stated, had a very long-standing relationship with Rogue. It was his wife. They became. They were married at one point. They were estranged. They get back together. There's a lot of Gambit backstory and all sorts of things that happen. But through it all, the man always loves Rogue. Is like always deeply into her. He never ever like. When they're like, you gotta kill her, he's like, Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> like, even when he's like brainwashed and like playing, he, he eventually at one point becomes one of Apocalypse's four horsemen. And he's oh, like, I Yeah, I still can't I like even though he's totally brainwashed and he's deaf, he's a completely different person. He's like, Yeah, I still can't kill rogues, something about it, can't do it. So, <laughs> so he loves her so much. So that's great. Um, there's a lot about Gambit, but like the rest of it's boring, so I'm not gonna go into it. That's the most important stuff. He's a babe. <laughs> he can throw cards. <laughs> um, he was also in the X-Men cartoon, which I watched always yeah. as a child. And he was and in it a, a lot. Was very he was like, like one, one, of one, of one of the
0: principals. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And
2: he, he has such a cool costume. It's just that 90s. Is so, it's so good. Um, unfortunately, he has only been in one tiny part Truly. of the Wolverine movie. Very unfortunate. Played by... One of the most unfortunate decisions to make, <laughs> Gambit Taylor Kitsch.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't.
2: I almost can't think of a worse person than like that dude. Yeah. Um, what else has he been in? Couldn't tell you. I have no idea.
1: He played David Koresh.
0: Oh, Ugh.
3: sure.
1: Yeah. Okay. I but don't. It's Tim Riggins from the Friday Night Lights. I don't
0: know yeah. either of those names.
1: Friday Night Lights TV show, but
2: yeah, he's a. Uh, it was a real bummer when that dude showed up as Gambit. You know who they um, should have cast? They should have cast Harry Connick Jr. Thank you. It's just what I was getting to because at the time, he would have been the right age. Yes. Um, especially playing opposite mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. I don't know why you don't cast Harry Connick
0: Jr. Also, right hair, right, right bone
3: structure. Yeah, he has the correct. angular right. haircut. Correct.
2: He, he
0: has, the haircut. has
2: the Gambit hair. I don't know why it was such a missed opportunity. Um He's also from Louisiana and can actually sound like a person from New Orleans because he's from here. Um, So that was a real bummer. I watched that one scene today in the movie. Just be like, yeah, what a shitty scene this was.
1: (laughs) Not the best movie.
2: It's a terrible movie. It's like famously the worst movie out of the franchise. To be fair. It's a terrible film. No, it's terrible. Some
1: bad decisions were made. The
2: only cool thing that he does the entire time is when he swings the cards up. It goes into slow motion and they're all like sparkly. And then he shoots them at Wolverine. Like, so you're going to throw cards one time and that's it? That's all we got? We got one shot of Gambit throwing cards? It was
3: very upsetting. That movie should have been a... F.
0: What were you
3: saying? Go ahead. <laughs> that, that movie should have been a uh, a buddy road trip comedy with Wolverine and Gambit.
0: Yeah, yeah. How yeah. much better would that huh. movie have
3: yeah. been? Just kiss. My
2: God.
0: Yeah. So, and Nightcrawler, if you want. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. Okay, why well, yeah. not? Throw him in there. Yeah, sure. I mean... <laughs> he can read from the Bible and entertain people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> opportunity
2: is all I'm saying. And now Harry Connick Jr. is obviously too old, so we can't do it with him anymore. I have no idea who I would cast. Actually, that's a lie. I cast that Bomer. That's why I would cast because he has great hair, excellent bone yeah. structure. Um, he's a beautiful gay man who okay. is on, like, I believe the show. He no? was
1: on. He was on Blue Collar. Blue Collar, which was uh,
2: He's also been in a lot of American Horror Story sort of situations. Okay. Yeah, things. yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Cool. Um, he's and he's and a, in uh, Bad Egg uh, Mike, right? Oh yeah, Bova is in Magic he Mike. He is in Magic Mike. Totally. Which is better he's, he's than, using speaking of Magic Mike. than using that piece of shit person. Can't even think of his name right now. So Channing Tatum? Channing Tatum. Because
1: <laughs> he was supposed to be because
2: Gambit. Channing Tatum has supposed to have been in a damn Gambit movie since like 2014. And finally in 2019 they were like, we're not doing
3: it. Never mind. Goodbye. It's ruined. Do you, do you know about the deleted scene in X-Men 3? No. Gambit. Is there a deleted like, scene of Gambit? Sh- is it Taylor Gish? Uh, no, no, because uh, X-Men 3 was, you know, way before I think they decided to do a Wolverine spinoff series. Oh, that's true. But um, actually, I, I honestly don't remember the timing in my mind, but they shot a gambit scene. I think it was X-Men 3, may have been two, but one of those original three X-Men movies, they shot a gambit scene. It was him, like, sitting in an interrogation room playing cards or something, mm. and they cut it for whatever reason, um, just because Why they were like...
2: Do you know who the actor was? I don't
3: remember. That's I'm, okay. sure it's, yeah, I'm sure it's online. Um, but does yeah. he throw cards? I, don't, I think it was just a tease. It it's was like a coming like soon. A, coming soon. Yeah. Right? It was just a guy sitting at a table, and it was like, oh, I, I know who I
0: that don't is. Remember that? You know, um, like, maybe I saw it on a DVD. It's, de- oh,
3: maybe. it's definitely not the final cut, and I don't even remember if I saw it or read about it, but I know it exists. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: I'll look
2: it up on the internet. Um, yeah. But that's all I have to say. Gambit is a babe.
1: He's, I mean. And
0: that's what he's Um Can I share my favorite Gambit quote ever? Please, You're absolutely go ahead. That is often Even bandied, bandied about in, our, in household. our household. Um in on the cartoon, uh I think he it's in, in the Phoenix, Phoenix Saga, that Rogue he's is like looking at, looking at the um and crystal. crystal and Gambit goes, goes, "You like that I share? I'll get you one for Christmas." so <laughs> fucking <laughs> <and> hot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Classic, so like,
1: Classic Remy Lebeau. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this is great. All right, I'm done. I have
2: nothing else to say. <laughs> um, you you want to go next? Oh, it's to me. It's to you.
1: Okay. Um, so um, as people on the pod are familiar with, I have very specific requirements as well <laughs> uh, for when I choose a best something. Sure. And uh, I just had two here. Uh, number one. Uh, when it comes to best X-Man, X-Person, number one was that they needed to transcend the comics. Ooh. Because I can't read. And <laughs> famously. Famously. Everyone knows. Number two, they had to be a playable character in the 1993
3: Sega Genesis X-Men game. <laughs> okay. Look.
2: Hey, my, you, have, you have rules.
3: I have rules. And you're to uh, follow
2: them. Part sorry.
3: one or Arcade's Revenge. Part one.
2: Okay. Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I'm happy to say that everyone mentioned that up to this point meets requirement, two. So how about that? Amazing. So, uh, with that being said, because there's only four playable characters <laughs> uh, in 1993 Sega Jonas X-Men, I have decided to go with James Howlett, a.k.a. Jimmy Howlett, aka Logan, aka Weapon X, aka the Boy from Oz, aka Wolverine. Yay. If you're not familiar with this mutant, you really shouldn't be listening to this episode. But I will give you a brief history, and when I say history, I mean things that have happened in the movies. <laughs> sure. And when that's I that's all that really
2: matters. <laughs>
1: And when I say brief, I'm lying. <laughs> so, born in Canada, a very long time ago, James Howlett showed very little promise at an early age in the healing department. All that changed, however, when puberty hit and he sprouted bone claws. Oh,
3: Wait, this is are these your words or is this like
1: what he Oh, I know. He I wrote this, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is all me. He
2: writes beautiful poetry <laughs> Look, for his arguments. I'm sorry. I'm no.
1: if- I have to know. <laughs> Wonderful. If you're not gonna use a journalism degree, like <laughs> then don't you're use a rogue it. Podcast. Right. As I was saying, all that changed, however, when puberty hit and he sprouted bone claws and an immense sense of rage that would haunt him for the next one hundred and fifty years. After escaping a highly dysfunctional family, he would go on to participate in a very thorough war montage with Leave Schreiber. <laughs> He would save a Japanese soldier from the Nagasaki bombing. He would tell Professor X and Magneto to go fuck themselves. He would join Team X, quit Team X, when they wanted to kill innocent Nigerians. He would become a lumberjack. Yep. He would fall in okay. love and watch that love die twice. Yep. He would volunteer to bind his bones with hot metal and then, of course, have all that erased <laughs> by an antimadium bullet to the head. And then from there, he pretty much joins the X-Men and quits the X-Men over the next 20 years. So. (laughs) Accurate. That's Wolverine. (laughs) Yep. Any questions from the group? Nope. Okay. Awesome. You're right. (laughs) Reason. Yeah, I have a column here for reasons he's cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's very hard to hurt him.
0: Sure, yeah.
1: I think that's important. Uh, he's brave. Yeah. Which I would say. And, like, not to, you know, because I have a hard time arguing this <laughs> show. But um, I feel like, uh, you know, maybe some uh, X-Men uh, nightcrawler might. Uh, <laughs> they may tend to, like, at least in the films, because I have no knowledge otherwise, <laughs> they seem to run away from the fight. <laughs> Like, it's, it's easy to, like, you know, disappear. And they
3: just
2: bam into another room. I argue that they, they bam. bam.
1: <laughs> sure. They bam. <laughs>
2: they bam into other rooms.
1: But, but Sir Wolverine seems to just dive into it.
2: Yeah, he does
0: seem to like to fight.
1: He likes to fight.
0: I like, yeah, I uh, mean, I hate, I feel, I feel like my name came up, so. <laughs> uh, I feel like <laughs> if, if you are, are, if it's hard to hurt you, bravery is much easier.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, that's
0: true. Good can die. It's, good it's pretty point. easy to run to the fight. It's true,
1: just to be the first one in the charge. Yeah. Um, also, uh, a win for him is that he's agnostic. Unlike, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really have that. So he
0: didn't pick wing a lane. Weighing on his what conscience. <laughs> so.
1: Um, and then I'm sorry, Natalie, but he's not a creep like Gambit. Hey,
0: not a creep. He
2: just has mutant, creep, great creep. ability. Yeah. To charm you into doing whatever he wants you
0: to
1: do. I mean, it sounds pretty creepy. I mean, I
2: don't
0: know. Only if you use it for ill.
1: (laughs) Which he did. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But we're moving on. (laughs) He's a good drinking buddy, he's usually drinking in the films. Um, He's got cool hair. Which is blue in the cartoon that I like. Because <laughs> I assume the cartoonist couldn't like figure out how to do Beast's hair different from his. <laughs> so they just gave them both blue hair. Um, and then we, you, we, we cannot you know not mention uh, Hugh Jackman, of course. Yep. Um, Hugh de- Jackman. A dear friend of mine. <laughs> uh, who has portrayed this character in uh, nine movies. That's too many. He actually holds like, for him. the Guinness World Record. For longest career as a live-action Marvel superhero. Wow. 17 years. Oh my God. Playing the same wow. effing dude.
2: That's a long... Is that long? That's. I guess that's longer than Nick Fury. <laughs> and he's not a superhero, I guess. The
1: yeah. See, I know. Like, it's hard to say. But well, it's, it's mean,
2: 2017,
1: so, I mean, Nick Fury's still... Yeah, we will be counting movies or
3: years. And, yeah, the term superhero... So difficult, Degrade. Degrade, of course. Yeah, of course. No, good for you. Nick Hughes. Fury has powers at one point in the comics. So I, know. I Good for huge. Good, good for huge. For
1: um, the the timeline, which I'm sure you'll get into, or we should do a bonus episode of just the X Men movie timeline. Um, oh. oh no, the timeline is so absurd. I like oh. to imagine that Hugh Jackman and Wolverine are actually one and the same. <laughs> like I think that Wolverine actually played Curly on the West End. <laughs> I think that it was Wolverine and, and Meg Ryan and Kate and Leopold. I think Wolverine was the 2008 Sexiest Man Alive. I mean, I'm not going to argue any of this. I think Wolverine played Jean Valjean and was nominated for an Academy Award. Oh, probably. Probably Right. Yeah. I mean, why not? Right, I mean, only a
2: superhero could combat Russell Crowe's Traver, and That's what <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> 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 <Russell Crowe. laughs>
3: His eyes.
1: Hey, that's that's Jarell you're talking about. So,
3: <laughs>
1: also bad in that movie. Um,
3: yep, really he's, bad.
1: He's a Canadian treasure. He's a Tony Award winner. <laughs> Wolverine <is>? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Look, we've, yes, that's the timeline <laughs> I'm on. Right. Okay. Uh, we have to assume... I mean,
2: Clearly timelines
0: mean nothing no, to him. No,
1: of course not. Universe, so um, I have to assume he's got an adamantium dick, which seems good. Sure.
0: Or very. Or very. My brother's got two dicks. <laughs> Just saying.
1: <laughs> I don't know what to say. I've, I've been Look
0: it up uh, online. rendered <laughs> silent. Look it up.
1: Uh, and then, you know, one of the... <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: and then, you know, when it comes to the best, he actually says he's the best. This is one of the famous Wolverine quotes. I'm the best there is at what I do, but the, but what I do best isn't very nice. Ooh.
0: Ooh, it's very sexy, I
1: think, as well. And then if anyone's wondering or needs any more proof, I have the Wolverine Origins <laughs> thank God. DVD. Did you
3: pull that out of your pocket?
1: I again? sure did. Is that a whole DVD case? Right out it of my pocket. Wait, pocket. Yeah.
3: That that's possible? the
2: one with my man in it. Maybe the deleted scene of Paper Oh, Kid we can watch
1: later Kid. as a boner episode. Um, so, well, no, the
3: deleted scene is in oh, two or three. One.
2: Yeah, oh, it's different Last Stand. It's a different, it's it's a different, different Gambit. Yeah. It in mind. It's in Last Stand. But, but, that but one this has, one's real bad. That <laughs> one has Herbal <laughs> DF playing Sabertooth with his weird nails.
1: Yeah, weird nails. Yeah. Um, so I think that's all I have. I'm very great. happy
3: with everything that just happened. I
2: couldn't be happier. I think it's great.
3: Did you know? <laughs> no. That in Probably the not. late 80s, early 90s, they were trying to do an X-Men movie. And in, in the comics... Uh, Wolverine. So Hugh Jackman is tall. He's got to be what, like six something. Um, but Wolverine is not in the comics. He's, hey, he's he can
2: roll him that ball and roll.
3: He's it. very short. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's probably like five. He's like,
2: he's like Danny DeVito type He's Danny
3: DeVito type Yeah, because when they wrote him in the comics, he was supposed to be like a cannonball, and right. Colossus picks him up in the okay. comics and throws Perfect. him, and it's called a fastball special. So when they did the movie. When they did the movie for, because movies can be different than comics and that's okay, they went with Hugh Jackman, but now people associate Hugh, like Wolverine as being a tall, imposing force, but he's really not. And right. in, the, in the new Marvel movies, they're probably going to do him the way the comic books do. I'm very him. excited. But the, where I'm going with this is that they first tried to do an X Men movie in the late 80s, early 90s, and Bob Hoskins was going to play oh, Wolverine. What? Yeah. Because well, that's Wolverine. Because that's Wolverine. That's what Wolverine <laughs> is supposed to look like in yeah. the comics. The, the that
0: Hugh, is awesome news
3: the huge jackmanification of, of wolverine makes sense in this movie universe sure. and we're yeah. used to that but like if you ask any comic book fans like this is not wolverine wolverine is like a five foot tall hairy yeah. like yeah. ball of mass who gets thrown into battle he's basically like the bigger x-men use him as a weapon and just throw him <laughs> he's
0: like a cannonball because you, yeah. you can't kill him
3: yeah. right yeah uh, so yeah. he's
0: those bone claws. And, and, and my I
3: love Hugh Jackman. I have nothing against him, but I am excited to see them do Me true, too. like five foot tall. Me too. Uh, you know, I
2: want the guy who plays Harry Potter to get really jacked oh. up and play Wolverine because he's about is five he foot short? two. In a red He's yeah. real little. And if you watch him in movies outside of the Harry Potter movies, he's a, a very good actor. And he's very funny, but he can also be very dark and very like, Weird yeah. and strange and a little bit scary, and I'm like that. I want
3: that to be the new book. Can he be Ooh, like can, that's a fun take? Can he be like cigar chop and grizzly like I think if rock. you gave him some time. Okay, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, he just Yeah, he'd
0: have to like put on weight for the role. But I'm a, I, he who doesn't want to put on weight for a role? <laughs> Amen.
3: <laughs> An element that the movies don't do of Wolverine, and and I understand why they don't, because they're like kids' movies. But the Wolverine in the comics feels most of the time like a very like sad divorced middle aged yeah, man. Totally. Yeah, totally. He spends a lot of time by himself. Like, and they do a little bit of this in the movies, but like, yeah. I really hope they do a little bit of like the the depressed sitting in a bar by himself. Yeah. Wolverine, you know, 100%. they they do a little bit of that. They in do a tiny bit of yeah. it. But yeah, It's, it's,
2: it's very, very sanitized. sanitized. Yeah.
3: They do. Yeah.
0: But yeah, yeah and it's all because a, it's Even the car went in when Anna Paquin is like, does it hurt when they come out?
1: <laughs> 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 Wolverine yeah, yeah. That was good. That was I, good. it's
2: also going to be interesting with the Marvel ones to see if like they they age them down or if they age them up. Like if they do them like middle-aged people or if they start them young so they can do 10 years worth of movies. You mean like
3: at what point in the timeline yeah. will the Marvel movies take place? That's a yeah. really good question. Cuz that's
2: that's where all the casting is going to come into play is like yeah. cuz yeah, Wolverine should be like a 38 40 year old looking like yeah.
3: dude yeah, but I'm just
2: guessing they're gonna start them young so that they can keep them making movies. Yeah, for a decade. yeah.
3: And in the comics, some of the X-Men are known for being the adults, and some right. are known for being the okay. high school students. Yeah, yeah. But like the movies, kind of, and, and I'm totally fine with movies doing it different from the comics. I don't. The comics don't need to be gospel, but they the movies were all over the place and who was yeah. a teenager and who was an adult. So. Yeah, yeah, same. I am curious so just, to see.
2: I'm very curious to see how it all goes. Yeah. Keith, do you have anything else you need to add about Wolverine, the boy from Oz?
3: No, I think
1: I've crushed it. Okay, great. Yeah. I agree.
2: I
3: think, crushed
2: yeah. it and crunched it.
1: Uh-huh. Crunched and crushed.
2: All right. So, uh, Alex, you're next. And you are the only person who's going to have, like, an actual argument. And it's going to be, like... <laughs> an actual be, argument?
3: Yeah. Like, it's going to be based in, like... like- I resent that. Two <laughs> <laughs> <Who's> in- dicks. <laughs> It is all
2: over the internet that Nightcrawler yeah. has two penises. So.
3: Um, so when Natalie asked me to do this, which I, I'm very grateful to be here, <laughs> I, I knew that I know my place in these conversations. And I, I usually know that I'm going to be the one who knows way too much about the topic. Because I, I grew up reading the X-Men comics. Yeah. Um, and so I, I kind of assumed that in, in order for me to play my role in this situation, I should go deep, obscure cut. <laughs> I'm into it. Um, I so it. I love it. I love I, it. I, I went with someone who I was aware of when I was a kid, and I owned a comic that, um, that uh, not I guess not even a kid, but like high school, I owned a comic that he was in, and it was like a passing reference to him. I forgot about him until a few years ago. Uh, I saw him online, and I, it felt like a fever dream because this character is so weird and comes from, like, the deepest, darkest bowels of the Marvel pantheon that it's hard to believe this guy actually exists. <laughs>
2: um,
3: it's so weird, and, and I, will, I will read all about him, but first, everyone at your computer, and if you're listening to this, I need you to Google this character so you can see what he looks like. Yep. Mm-hmm. His name is Dupe, D-O-O-P. D-O-O-P. And type dupe X-Men. Um, and if you are driving while listening to this, I will tell you what he looks like. He looks like a human-sized... Oh, my. Yes. Uh, If you're not looking at him, he is a, uh, a human-sized uh, green floating space potato. Yep. Sure. Um, with uh, an X on his chest. Um this is an actual X-Men character who appeared in the comics. He made his he debut. Was a Slimer.
0: Slimer yeah, vibe. I mean, was
3: like Slimer. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was, like, loosely based on Slimer. You're absolutely right. Um, but his name is Duke. Um, I love it. He, uh, he, he, uh, I'll start with this interesting fact about Doop. Um, he has a second brain in his ass. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> everything I'm about fantastic.
0: to say we could all use that <laughs> Remember,
3: everything I'm about to say is real and Dupe has only mm. appeared I think in one of the cartoon shows briefly so everything I'm about to talk about only is in the comics okay, um, great. Um, but but I'm going to tell you a little bit about Dupe's origin so <laughs> um, uh, all his origin in the universe, in the comics, uh, is difficult to verify, but Captain America himself has said the U.S. government created dupe in a secret Cold War weapons project. Uh, this is from Captain America. All right, Steve. Um, so imagine a world where Captain America interacts with this flying space potato. <laughs> with a
0: flying green space um, potato. I, I, I can't.
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so a little bit more about his origin. Um, since Duke was created, he has been unable to learn English and speaks an alien language which no one can identify. But somehow, in the comics, everyone magically understands. Oh, good! Okay. Um, in, in the comics, if you look up any of the panels that he's in, um, his text in his bubbles appears as unreadable, unreadable fictional characters. But everyone responds to him as if he were speaking English. Oh, um,
0: that's incredible! Yeah, that's
3: awesome. <clears throat> allegedly. Before he joined the X Men, he had a role in the fall of communism during the Cold War. Amazing! Yeah, awesome. Um, here's where it gets really good um, <laughs> because apparently, Dupe fucks. Oh, good. Uh, good. I hope. In the at some point in the 70s or 80s, at some point, three dupe, dicks.
0: <laughs> I was about to say, how many dicks are we <laughs> talking?
3: <laughs> Honestly, you're going to enjoy. Let me. Let me. Here we here go. Here we go. Look, yeah, okay, no, there, I, I will sit back and relax. I have an answer to that question. It's going to come in a few minutes. Um, uh, but apparently, at some point around the Cold War, Dupe had an affair with a woman uh, who he ditched to be with the private investigator that her husband hired to find him.
2: Oh, Got that? Oh shit!
3: Um, he is pansexual. Um, right. He has no sexual alignment. Party. So he went from. A woman he was having an affair with to the male private investigator that her husband hired to find him. Wow. Dupe um,
2: Talk about Amazing. progressive.
3: Dupe <laughs> At some point, he was also a master private investigator himself. Oh. Wow. This flying of space. <laughs> but nobody could
2: understand
0: what he was
2: saying. <laughs> yes. and, and everyone was just like,
3: don't mind the flying
2: space potato. Right,
3: right, right, right. Okay, so that was that was like the the Cold War, the eighties, the nineties. Um, in the early two thousands, this is like in universe, in the canon. Um, uh, Duke became the official videographer for the X Force. Okay. Um, they're the team in, in uh, Deadpool two. Yeah, um, and he did was... he have arms? Yeah, he has. Yeah, he has arms. Um, but he has um, – he was an expert videographer and he has professional level videographer skills. Oh, good. Um, in the universe – so dude. Right, right. It gets better. In universe, in the fiction, he became so popular, like the way that superheroes are celebrities in the Marvel universe. Um, he had merch and he was – he became the most popular X-Force member and uh, merch was sold that – Resemble dupe and he starred in a movie called dupe hard um i to throw a blanket over you i'll throw a blanket over you um at some point when he was a part of the x-force um everyone on his team died except him everyone on the x-force died and um because he lived everyone suspected him having oh no one could understand it his
2: name is (laughs) Duke.
3: so oh my god this gets better hang on you're not even going to believe any of this okay Shortly after, he joined a team called Ecstatic, oh, um, which was like a short-lived side X Men team. Whatever, it's yeah. not important. But during a big battle when he was on that team, Duke's brain exploded, oh, and the Avengers competed with each other to find the scattered parts of his body and his brain and reassemble them using his yeah butt brain. You know, it's unclear. <laughs> I- oh wait, wait, wait. wait. My notes are like all over the place because I got so excited when I was writing this. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's, his, it's his first brain because my next line is, using his secondary brain, Dupe fought Thor mm. for the last piece of his brain and restored his primary brain. Oh, man. Um, so,
0: excellent. So, thank, you, thank you for paying attention to that detail for
3: yeah. Um he, he died later in a hail of bullets shortly after that. There he is fighting
1: Thor.
2: Yeah, I
3: there he fighting is. Fighting you thors. can Google uh, Duke and Thor. Wow. Um, Okay so very shortly after that I can't, I can't look at dupe it's too funny <laughs> it's too funny so dupe died he went to space he came back oh. it's not important but oh. so shortly after that he joined the X-Men um, he was actually good friends with Wolverine during the Cold War sure. they like fought together sure. that makes sense. so he joined the X-Men, um, and uh, he also has a, a Wolverine costume that he likes to wear. Oh. Um, so when he hangs out with Wolverine, sometimes right. he, he dresses like Wolverine.
2: Well, that's um, adorable.
3: Yeah. So after he joined the X-Men at some point, um, you find it. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're listening to this and you want to Google Dupe and Wolverine. Um, yeah.
0: Fair. Okay, that I'll look up. <laughs> yeah.
3: You said it, bub. Yeah. Um, so it was, so he, around this time, he joined the X-Men and he and Wolverine actually in the comics got their own spin-off series. Oh, Very short lived. Sure. Um, sure. In, in this series, Duke became the reception, uh, excuse me, the receptionist. Okay. Uh-huh. He became the receptionist uh, for the uh, Xavier School. Sure. So okay. he answered the phones at the front desk. That nice. was his job. Nice. Okay. Um, Got the rest it. of the staff contested his position because he was a thief, lazy, and useless.
2: Okay. Sure. Sure. And doesn't speak
0: a lick of English. Right.
3: But later, but yeah, later. It
0: seems like receptionist would be a bad choice.
3: Yeah. But later, the, the rest of the staff found out that the reason he was, uh, lazy and useless is because at night he was actually dealing with many threats the others didn't know about oh. alongside... Howard the Duck. Oh my God! Of course. He would battle. With. Yeah. Of, of yeah, course. Cool. Oh, I'd pay to see that. Yeah. During this run,
0: tie-in.
3: During this run with the X Men, while he was friends with Wolverine, he was very sexually active. Most notably, he had a relationship with Warbird, who you can look oh, up, who is yeah. a very attractive woman, and they yes. were always running off at the school to have sex. <laughs> she would. She would say. She would run by the receptionist desk and say things like. Um, meet me in, in the bedroom in five minutes I'll bring the wine like stuff like that yeah uh, you can look this up I think my question is like potatoes. what was going on in her life at the time yeah. <laughs> who knows um, but I'm gonna rattle off some of his powers right now yeah. um, please do here are Duke's powers genius intellect and psionic powers he okay. can shoot beams of energy sure. and can use mind control okay. he made the entire population of russia love him during the cold war um it's not confirmed but he has possible um uh, omniscience yeah okay um he can levitate mm-hmm. and fly uh-huh. he can shape shift and change sizes which means he can give himself as many dicks as he can
0: once. Oh, yeah! There's the there's, there's the, dicks. the dick. Become
3: yeah. full dick, I There's
0: the dicks. He has
3: superhuman durability. He can wow. heal wounds. Wow. He survived getting hit by Mjolnir. Um, he, he can did. survive in space, and his body parts can reassemble, kind of like Deadpool mm-hmm. grow back okay. and stuff like that. Um, he can just straight up resurrect from the dead. Oh, good. Um, awesome. He has uh, fast reflexes and speed. He has a mastery of using bowling balls as weapons. Um, he can also, like, he can also like Deadpool break the fourth wall. So he is aware okay. of the margins of the comics, uh, and the real world and calls this space marginalia, the world between worlds, the worlds, uh, where the story begins and ends. So he can leave the comics basically, cause he can break wow. the fourth wall.
2: Why is he not in the Deadpool movie yet?
3: <laughs> it's inevitable. I hope so. Um, My God. But, Ryan Reynolds, are you listening? <laughs> Pro- Come on, Rob. Probably. Um,
0: <laughs> I give him his own movie. I'm fascinated
3: by Duke. So, Duke also has the ability to create a dimensional gate. He can assimilate objects, usually by mouth or other holes that form on his body, no, and thank you. send them.
2: He can, <laughs>
3: he can send objects into another dimension called Dupland for storage. Like- Dupe land has significant differences from many other dimensions. This dimension seems to vary in space, time, and depending on the people contained. Uh, uh, so he can, like, absorb Mjolnir and drop a large number of exactly the same hammers, uh, which, like, when Thor tries to call back, uh, they'll all fly back and hit him at oh once. Fuck. Oh, wow. Um, he, can, he can also... <laughs> <Dupe>. <laughs> he can also eject hundreds of dupes from inside his body. Oh, my God! In addition to having strange monsters inside the dupe space that he can release onto his enemies. Then wow. um, Ben. Well,
0: what can't he do? Ben, he can't throw cards. Ben, he can't throw cards.
3: <laughs> the power he is probably most well known for is the power of funk. Dupe has killed many of his enemies.
2: Because will spit and out. <laughs> if,
3: if you look up if you look up dupe power of funk uh, Dupe has killed many of his enemies, including the devil himself, with the power of funk. Sure. And that usually involves playing guitar yep. so well uh-huh. that his enemy disintegrates. Yeah. Yep. Not loudly. Not loudly. No, just, yeah. just well. Nice. He plays the guitar so well Play it nice. that his enemy disintegrates. Yeah, okay. Captain I
0: literally and- almost <laughs> shampooed <laughs> cider <laughs> all over my microphone. <laughs> Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> Captain America once said uh, he, he affirmed that Dupe has only demonstrated a small part of his potential and that he could destroy the world if he wanted oh to. God. The limit of Dupe's energetic powers is unknown. <laughs> um, Dupe has one weakness.
2: Well, oh, Is it the ladies?
3: No. Is it the men? It's, is it the anybody? <laughs> no. Dupe's one weakness is that he requires... Constant and specialized medical care to live, which is horrendously expensive.
0: Healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> we're as old as what time, was, time. What does that mean? Dupe's
2: weakness
3: is healthcare.
2: <laughs> That's um, all of our weaknesses, dupe. It's okay. Look,
3: I'm almost done, but now we're going to talk about dupe's sexuality. <laughs> okay, great. Dupe is one of Marvel's few openly bisexual or pansexual characters. Love it, it. You know. um, it was later explained that he ignores questions about his sexuality, Great. Um, but but he is one of Marvel's most active sexual characters. Um, he's had. A, a... <laughs> but
0: everybody is like, I had to ask. I had to ask.
3: <laughs> in the uni- in the fictional universe, uh, not in real life, it has been hinted that Dupe has had intercourse with Madonna. Oh, um, not in real life. Right. Just right, so
0: that we're all
3: covered. Uh, yeah. Two members Potato didn't The have Virgin
0: of Mary or
3: the singer songwriter? The, the singer songwriter. <laughs> oh. yeah. Good question. Um, Good clarifying question. These are just several of the people Dupas had intercourse with Madonna. Mm-hmm. Um, two members of the Westchester County School Board. Only um, two. Only two. Um, which is the school board In, uh, uh, that yeah. oversees Professor sure. Xavier Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. The, the, um, yeah. Warbird and also uh, unknown, and several other unknown male and female celebrities. It's hinted at, but they're not always named. Um, oh. It's also strongly hinted in the comics that he practices some sadomasochistic uh, sexual intercourse, sure. specifically right. with Warbird. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also uh, asked Kitty Pride to marry him oh. um, and tried to uh, hypnotize and seduce her. Oh, wow. So, wow. a little bit of gambit there.
0: And I, yeah, I will close on this
3: piece of trivia. Oh, I will close on this piece of trivia. Mm-hmm. Great. And then I'll take any questions. Um, <laughs> this is my favorite piece of trivia that I found online about Dupe. Um, he participated in a roller derby tournament with She-Hulk, during which he cried.
2: <laughs> what? <is> he crying?
3: <laughs> Why is he cry? I don't even know
1: what the question is to get the answer of that trivia, but I like it. That's nice. Oh. Um, oh. So that's Dupe. He you,
0: have... sir, have outdone
3: yourself. <laughs> he doesn't have legs or feet. How do we do the... He, can, he does have legs. He, can, uh, I mean, he, he, have, can... he does have arms. He, he has arms, but...
0: But I... he can have, like, dicks and orifices yeah. at any yeah. moment. He
3: can kind of generate anything. But you said roller derby. Yeah, he can just create.
2: He can just create there. whatever he wants. Whatever. Oh, okay. He's a
3: shapeshifter. So, I <laughs> thought he was Potat.
2: He's a Potat. I just... I would love... I... Like... When you say he, he needs to be hooked up to medical, <laughs> like, what do we mean? Like, is he constantly just, like, with, like, I an IV? I don't know. Medical? And I don't even
3: know if they explain it. I okay. think that it's almost – so Duke is clearly, like, a spoof character. Like, okay. he's clearly satire. It's, sure. it's comic writers making fun of comics. Yeah. So I, I only had one issue as a kid that he appeared in and have never read another – one and so my knowledge is only limited of what i find out so sure. my answer to you is i have no idea and they Great. doubt they ever answer it in the comics they I'm probably just write it off you That's know but, but uh yeah you know i, I when i leave here i'm going to go read all the issues that i can find yeah obviously Doop, and i will do that
2: apparently james Gunn it's he dupe is in his dream team yeah. of an x-men uh, movie yeah so.
3: He's very impressive, <laughs> yes.
1: but did he host the Tonys four times? I don't think he did. No, I don't think he did. <sighs> yeah,
0: I. I have no words. <laughs> yeah, I don't even. I don't, I don't, I don't even know. How what fun! This is
3: great. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. it just every time you think that. Dupe is done. <laughs> There's so um, much more to learn. You know, private <laughs> investigator um, yes. uses bowling balls as a weapon, can open interdimensional portals where he can multiply himself.
2: Friends with Howard the Duck.
3: Uh, fought Thor, yes. has a Wolverine costume Have that he mean wears. So
0: many things. Um, fox. Oh, by the way, I found the picture of the picture? Wolverine costume. Oh, yeah. Amazing.
3: Yeah. Of oh, him yeah. Dressed as Wolverine? Yeah. It's so good. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, so, it's good. so good.
3: So, you know. My goal was really just to, to pick something surprising, um, and then you know I started writing notes, and about halfway through it, I I felt like I was going insane just because of oh, the sure weird stuff this guy's done hundred um, percent yeah I, I highly recommend looking up pictures of him as the receptionist at the X mansion because sure. that's pretty funny it's basically him looking really tired um, and then his girlfriend saying let's go have sex in great yeah
2: this is great yeah <laughs> what a delight.
1: How many times did he work with Darren Aronofsky? (laughs) Is what I need to know. That
2: one movie is
3: terrible. (laughs) The fucking fountain? Get out of here,
2: Wolverine. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Great. This was great. Oh my God. Couldn't be happier. I'm exhausted. Yeah, that
0: was great.
1: Oh no, I'm wrecked. (laughs) I'm duped, bro. I don't even know. My goodness. Um, mm. I was
0: sweating because it was so sexy at the beginning, <laughs> and now I'm sweating because it was so funny at the end.
1: Okay?
2: Just <laughs> it went right through thing. the whole yeah. thing. We ran the gamut of emotions. Sure did. Great. We All expressed by me
0: through sweat.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's my, ex, my, my wish everyone extra could have gene. I almost
2: spit cider everywhere because it was real funny. All over um, my
0: expensive my microphone.
2: Well, this was great. Couldn't have asked for a better X-Men episode.
3: <laughs>
2: um, yeah, so I think that's it. I don't think we have anything else to say.
3: Who wins?
0: Um, nobody really wins. but oh. It's probably definitely you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you Yeah,
2: win. I usually hear about it on Instagram when people think one. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's probably definitely going to be you. And then we're going to hear about how nobody picked a woman. And I'm going to be like, I can't help it, guys. They're not well, as sexy as Gambit.
3: I think uh, Dupe can be a woman.
2: Dupe can be whatever
3: if, if he, he wants, whatever
1: be.
2: they want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, answer me this quickly: Is Jean Grey the most powerful of the X-Men? Debatable.
3: Okay.
1: I, uh, they
2: have. Did a,
0: you just hear about Dupe? <laughs> <Did laughs> Seriously, you, right?
1: Did you not
3: listen to the <laughs> Were you story? You think? That's true. He has all the dicks. <laughs> there, there is a class of X-Men called Omega X-Men, and they are supposed to be the most. They're like they threat are. level Red. They're the ones who like the government is always keeping an eye on and Jean Grey is in there, but also, so is Iceman, which seems very strange. Yeah.
0: Guys, ice is very scary. It's not. It's not. It's just not. It can't be. An icicle can fall. It can kill you. That's true. That's
3: true. Um, I think jean gray as phoenix right is is, definitely but jean gray on her own i don't know they usually portray her as not being as strong with her powers as professor X is. right i mean didn't you watch
2: but, that dark phoenix movie It was I so bad d- I did
3: it's I so did. bad yeah i don't know why I they I did that movie. not watch
2: that you good save yourself two hours it's yeah. not great anyway anyway this is great good job everyone well done team mm-hmm. aj everything to add
1: that was some of the dumbest <laughs> things i <I've> ever heard <laughs> He
2: directs musicals. Hush up. He's literally
1: reading a book as, <laughs> as this goes on.
2: All right. Well, uh, thank you, Alex, for being a part sure. of our episode. Yeah. It was so much fun. That was delightful. Yeah. What a dream. Uh, And yeah. All right, everybody. Sorry, uh, I made it weird. You no, not. no. You made it awesome. Yeah. Everyone go look up Duke. Yeah. <laughs> Buy some merch.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Duke fucks. <Fox>. Duke fucks. <laughs> Get that on a t shirt.
2: <laughs> all right, y'all. Uh, thanks.
1: Thanks for listening. We'll see you
2: next week. Your Opinion is Trash is produced by no one. Edited by Matt Jackson with graphic design from Matt Phelan and original music by Kay the Beast. Please subscribe, like, and rate us on all podcast platforms and join our Patreon for more nonsense. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.
0: My God.